0: Call me cynical, but my current understanding is that you're allowed to do as much white-collar crime as you want. It's only (laughs) blue-collar crime that's illegal. So defrauding investors and inflating assets and pushing people, that's just business, baby. (laughs)
1: Welcome to another episode of the Crypto Basic Podcast. Brent Philbin here with Kareem Baruque and Adam Levy on the episode. Today we're going to be talking about Bitmain. This is a really hilarious story. I don't want to spoil too much, but about halfway through, it might sound a little bit boring in the beginning, just like a standard corporate espionage problem, you know, quabbles, squabbles, whatever, It gets good. This episode, we literally get so deep into this Bitmain thing that we start talking about Kung Fu movies and playing out scenes in our mind about how they work. Uh, In the beginning, we do talk a little bit about the transaction that was just sent where somebody sent millions of dollars worth of transaction fees to only send like 80 US dollars worth of Ethereum. So that's an interesting little segue. And we go a little bit off the rails in the last few minutes of the episode. So stick around if you want to hear that. The show notes are going to be important for this one. There is a lot of great links that are going to be in there. So sit back, relax. This episode is going to be short and sweet, but really interesting about Bitmain, one of the giants in the cryptocurrency space. Let's find out whether David or Goliath is going to win. What is up, Crypto Basic Nation-ish? I didn't say the word that you thought I was going to say, that doesn't mean I'm going to stop saying it. It just means I didn't say it right now. We got Kareem and Adam in the house. How you doing, everybody?
2: Hey, it's, it's, it's going well. My voice is not as soothing as Kareem's, but I'll, I'll try to get there one day.
0: <laughs> well, Adam, that's just my broadcasting voice, of course. But real talk, before we dive into today's episode, which I know Brent is really excited about, did you guys I don't know when this is gonna release, but did you see the thing about somebody accidentally sending like a seventy dollar oh, yeah. transaction with a two point eight million dollar transaction fee?
1: <laughs> yep. Yeah, that was rough. That, that was in our Discord. They basically put the gas price at half an Ethereum instead of like, you know, a 0. 000 000, you know, five is what they were trying to do. Or I don't know what they fat fingered or whatever, and yeah, they just gave a mining firm millions of dollars. Basically, I
0: re- I heard that the 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 mining operation is halting rewards or something. So like maybe the fact that my maybe this is like there's a non-zero chance that it gets it back, which is already kind of amazing because in a vacuum there should be a zero percent chance it gets it back, right? Right. Uh, so, but-
1: so far, what the mining firm has done is they have just said, we're not going to pay this reward out to our miners yet. Uh, they, so they've, and, and, and what's funny is I saw on Reddit some people complaining, you know, they're like, hey, what is this centralized BS? What do you think a mining pool is? Like, right. you're trusting the mining pool. That's 100% what's going on. You right. can vol- If you're your own miner, there's, you're, it's trustless. You get to keep your own rewards if you get them. You want to lower your, uh, Variance and join a mining pool, then you get to deal with the fact that the mining pool gets to
2: make decisions. So I, I heard that it was, it, like, people were speculating that it could be a way to money to launder money. But uh when you, the way you phrased it, was like he just flipped it. I feel like, or you know, yeah, could have just been yeah. like a zoning out, and all of a sudden, up, oh, I did it the wrong way, which is ridiculous that, that could cost you that much money.
0: Yeah, this one certainly feels more like a mistake. I could see how somebody would say that that's a way to launder money, but like what, you know, I don't, that actually doesn't ma- necessarily make that much sense because can you really control who's going to catch that? Like, what if you try to launder money that way, but somebody catches that transaction before you do? I don't yeah, know. There's exactly. no way to
1: control which miner, yeah. mining firm grabbed it. There's no way. Yeah. Uh, the last time it happened, there was a similar time. Uh, I don't remember what the amount was, but the mining firm gave back half of it. So, I don't know why you would give back half. Either you think there was a mistake and you give it all back, or like you just keep it all and say, no, screw you. Like, this is, uh, that's not how it works. (laughs) We keep your fat fingers. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I feel bad for whoever did it. I I don't like that it's possible to do
0: that still. (laughs) Brutal, bro. It's so brutal.
2: Yeah. Like, there has to be some sort of protection for, I mean, I get decentralized, but it's just kind of, Really you know what, unfortunate though,
0: I almost get, it almost feels like these are exactly the types of events that create those fail saves, right, because I promise you it's probably not that hard to code into a wallet that if you're sending a transaction where the fee is more than the transaction, the wallet prompts you, Hey, you're about to pay more money for this transaction than you're gonna send, right, but like I'm sure that that's easy, it's just not a standard because it hasn't been that big of a problem, and then stories like this get some traction, and then somebody's like Hey, let's just spend like two hours fixing our code on this and it'll never happen again. Right.
1: Hopefully it does. Hopefully, because these are the things that are going to have an effect on adoption. And they're things that you can't always plan for. They're just there. So that was a little cute thing talking about a little puzzle.
0: Sorry about that, Brent.
1: But this episode is about Bitmain. And a little bit of a coup that's going on over at Bitmain. It's been going on, and we've in fact covered it before, so I'm going to prompt your guys' memory for that in a second. But first, I want to explain to the audience what Bitmain is. Bitmain creates ASIC miners for Bitcoin. They are basically pieces of hardware that are extremely good at running the algorithm that you need to run to mine Bitcoin. Uh, they're called ant miners, and there are other firms that do them. But I think Bitmain is probably the most well-known of all of them. It was founded by Jihan Wu and another person. Uh, the the other founder was his last name is Zhan or for, I don't Katuan Zhan. Uh, I'm going to call him Zhan. I don't really know the right way to write order to put Chinese names in, but Zhan is how we'll refer to him the rest of the episode. They they founded it together. They've hated each other since 2015. And I suspect that that was related to Bitcoin Cash and the Bitcoin split. I'm not 100% sure. I didn't look into the, the actual drama about why they hate each other. But anyway, Bitmain also owns Antpool, which has a decent amount of the Bitcoin hash power. So for the listeners who are asking, like, what's hash power? What's any of this stuff? When we were talking about mining pools earlier with the Ethereum thing, basically, you can either mine yourself on Bitcoin and try to get lucky and grab some of those rewards, or you can be part of a pool where everybody pools their hash power together and everybody shares in those rewards proportionally to how much they contribute to the network. And that's what ant pool or ant share. I think it's ant pool, not ant shares. Ant pool does, and the Bitcoin or the Bitmain miners are what they're using to get their share. So that's the quick version of mining and Bitmain and all this stuff. They've been a player in the Bitcoin space for so long that we couldn't possibly do them justice. And I don't, even, I don't even know what they did in the past. I just know what they've been doing recently. So we covered this back in October of 2019. You guys probably remember this once I prompt your memory a little bit. Uh, so Jihan Wu just sent out an email to the entire company saying that Katwanzon, and again, I'm sorry if I'm butchering that name was dismissed from the company. And he sent that email and he removed him as a legal representative of the company and he removed him as I think he was also CEO or something. He put himself in both of those positions and uh or executive director. He put himself in both of those positions and proceeded to go forward with the company. Now, they had this falling out forever ago. They had this issue based around the IPO. Now, Bitmain was going to go public in the United States. They were filing an IPO. It's still on the shelves. They're not really sure what's going on with it. And the SEC hasn't approved it yet. So all this is going down. But but Zahn still had 36% of the company. And at the time, we had no idea what that meant, like what, what he was going to do now that he had just been fired from a company that he had 36% of, right? And this is Chinese law. So like we don't know how this stuff is going to play out. Well, it's been getting extremely interesting going forward. So this is all we covered back in October, and this brings us kind of to the more recent update of events. But important thing to note, they are having some sort of internal struggle. That's what we know going up going up to this. Any questions so far?
2: I'm kind of there with you. This seems somewhat normal. Uh, you kind of hyped this up, so I'm curious where it gets pretty crazy. Yeah, OK, well,
1: we haven't hit the hype yet, so we're going. The, the next thing up is Zon starts trying to fight this thing, right? So he's removed as the executive director. He's got 36 percent of this company and Jihan Wu puts himself in these positions, but he also now needs to put somebody else in them. So he tries to put their CFO into the legal representative position. Now, in China, this legal representative position is apparently a huge deal. It has more power than a CEO would here, and they can kind of make decisions on the company's behalf as the legal representative.
0: Brent, does that mean that the CEO has less power than a CEO would here,
1: or or are they parallel? I would assume they're still parallel, especially because they still have the CEO role. The way I understand it, the legal representative has the ability to use this seal that exists. And we'll go into what this seal is in a little bit. But the seal is how you can make decisions for the, the company. And legal representative has the ability to use that. Again, I don't know Chinese law that well. But from what I can tell, legal representative greater than CEO, not as great as single controlling founder of the entire company. Right, right. So it, this in January 2nd, they went ahead and got approval to put their CFO in in place of Jihan Wu, who, was, who put himself in. In place of Zahn. So Zahn fought it immediately. He went to court and said, no, I they can't replace Jihan Wu. And then once he won that and they were not allowed to replace Jihan Wu, he then was able to put himself back into the position. So he was able to find a way to get himself listed again as legal representative. So he got Jihan Wu out of it. Don't know the particulars. A lot of the links here are in Chinese, so I'm only relying on kind of like Coindesk's interpretation of a lot of this. So I don't know the particulars of how he ended up getting put back on the legal representative side, but his name is now supposed to be on the seal or whatever the is is called. So he went the registration. So he went to collect his registration. When he did. 15 members of the Bitmain team actually surrounded him when he got it and physically took it from him. What? They, they literally ripped it out of his hands and said, This belongs to the company, it doesn't belong to an individual, and had a fight. What <laughs> the huh? hey, I don't know the details of like who was throwing bows, like, did they just beat him down? It was a listed as a physical confrontation. And the members of Bitmain were able to then secure this thing that was supposed this piece of paper that apparently has a massive amount of power that was in this guy's hands. Like literally the fact that they were able to take it from him gave them some more control over the company. Think about this as like a lottery ticket that you're able to like grab out of somebody's hand because it was a winning ticket. Like, I guess the fact that they were in physical possession of it was really all that mattered.
0: Right. Or at the very least, it limits his ability to execute whatever power he has. Right. Because even if they, even if they can't go sign something uh, without being the representatives, if he doesn't have the seal, maybe he can't execute on any of those actions. So you just thwarted his power essentially.
1: Right. So remember back in like the, you know, the 1800s when people would have to like stamp things with, uh, with their seal, with wax. Right. So, I guess this is a holdover from that, so there is an official stamp that exists here in as part of this process that if he doesn't have that seal, he can't be making decisions for the company: yeah, It's like a signature or something yeah so wow, and again, so I mean, before you people, continue,
0: Brent, like I just want to throw this out um a fifteen on fifteen to one quote unquote physical confrontation, with the exception of a few karate movies I've seen. Uh, Fifteen to (laughs) one is not like usually an even physical match. So if this was a physical confrontation, uh, unless uh, unless uh, well, so like is like a karate master. I'm pretty sure this was just a beatdown.
2: But but also to counter that, uh, to counter your point, I can't really picture. Like I just kind of chuckle when I picture a bunch of miners slash bitcoiners. Maybe you know people nerds who just probably aren't very fit. You know, I'd say that, you know, I mean, granted, I'm generalizing, but yeah. I could see, you know, like, well, like, I just well, I just, just, just kind of find it hilarious if it's like 15 people trying to like who are not well equipped at fighting, trying to fight someone off. If he was fit, I feel like he could go Bruce Lee. Like, he I mean, could, you might you know- be right,
0: but here's another counter counter. If I am Yi Han Wu part of my evil master plan to take the seal away from you doesn't involve sending our nine developers and the four kids. <laughs> in I'm probably going to send four of the security guards at least. <laughs> right.
1: You're going to, you're going to choose your
0: combatants a little that bit. better. Is, that right? is yeah. fair.
2: But I, in my head, I just pictured like a hilarious, I mean, yeah. I honestly, I w I would have liked to have seen, you know, the, the ga- the gathering, the, the, just like the scrum, scrum. Asian kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Still. Yeah.
1: So I'm going to make your wish come true a little bit here in the future. But but let me I I don't know if this is a bias or if there's like a lost in translation. I'm picturing this exactly the same way you guys are literally like a like a kung fu movie with 15 like dudes in white coats with glasses surrounding like the one guy, the one zan guy. And he's like currently being played by Donnie Yen. And he's about to like go to town to like get his seal Mm -hmm. that he needs to run the company. And he's going to like, you know, toss it up in the air, like kick somebody in the face and then grab it. <laughs> so he's still got it. Like, I don't know. Maybe like, the reason Kung Fu movies are like this is this shit happens yeah. in real life. I don't know.
0: When they surrounded him, they're like, don't make us do this. Just give us the seal. And before the action started, he just looked at them and then he chuckled. And, you know, when he chuckled, that's when it's like,
1: oh, he's
0: going to go with yeah. it. Hey,
1: oh, my. You know, he he pulls his second hand out of his pocket or whatever. I guess that's a Jet lee move. But, uh, yeah, there I can definitely see like a Kung Fu movie showdown here and it happening so again I know we're losing stuff in translation maybe physical confrontation is literally just like they all kind of like got close to him and took it from him yeah I mean it like jinx, it ripped it off. It, it could be very you know very not what we're thinking but I am choosing to visualize this in the most entertaining way possible <laughs> so so apparently because of this there is now a second seal that exists Either official or unofficial, but counterfeiting one of these is a serious crime. So it seems that this may be official. It may be that he could go make a complaint and be like, I know these guys beat me up and took the seal. Can I have another one? And now there's a second one that exists with a different serial number. So they've like forked the seal in some fashion It's literally how it was written in the article. Right. So it gets now more interesting. This all happened a, a couple of months ago. When all this went down. But now we're, we're in the middle of a pandemic. These offices have been closed. So nobody's been working in the offices. On June 4th. An email went out. To everyone on the company. WeChat That says that Zahn is back in the office. And everyone who works. And wants to work for Bitmain. Needs to come to the office. And more or less pledge their loyalty. To him. He's like physically in the office. How did he get there? He came with a security force of his own 15 guys and broke into the office. There is a video. Click on the link. Oh it says there's literally in the in the notes it says there's literally a video. It is a private security force that he has march on these offices so that he he's he's wearing a fucking backpack looking as nerdy as humanly oh possible. God, he is. He just looks but like he's getting college. He has his security force come break in to the Bitmain offices and let him in. These aren't like police. It's not like he's got some official reason to do this. He's like, "No, I'm a rich guy. I'm going to hire fucking bodyguards and I'm going to go in here and break into this office." So he did. He broke into the office that was closed because of the pandemic and now he's in control of the Bitmain offices. <laughs> he's so it, I I'm I'm visualizing our kung fu movie about Bitmain, right? He gets beat up, he loses, in his like fifteen on one confrontation, it's not fair. He gets his own fifteen kung fu masters to come in. And, this like, is like
2: this is like the warriors. You ever see you know the <laughs> the, the come out and play? Out and play again? Yeah. yeah. So
1: so he he gets in to the office with his his fifteen guys. He's probably expecting their fifteen guys to be there so they can have like a once and for all showdown. But they're not there, and everybody's at home because the pandemic. So. He gets he gets in and he try he's trying to get everybody to show up and literally pledge their loyalty to him. He sends out this big statement about how he's going to make sure this company goes public and he is going to take their market cap to 50 million dollars within five years. That's his like big rousing, like get the troops ready statement is that he's going to have a big market cap for Bitmain once their IPO is launched in the United States. He's also literally handing anybody that shows up $10,000 in cash in Yuan terms. If they actually come to the office and work, they just get a brick of cash as like, you know, them pledging their loyalty.
2: Uh, Just uh, I can't find the video that you were talking about. So I was curious if you could just uh, link me so I could watch it and chuckle a little bit. So I have now
1: officially sent the video in the chat to Adam so he can see the the main offices being broken into Perfect. I guess his first name's McCree's on. I don't. I don't know where I got the other name, but I. I think they're maybe both true oh my, or something like. Wait, that.
2: Wait, no, this doesn't seem real. This. Yeah. I don't understand. It seems like it's like a a military kind of operation. But it looks like a military or, exercise, right? Yeah. <laughs> like
1: there's, what there's the this, hell?
2: These guys and they, yeah, they're like
1: the private security force. So there are these like guys that are bringing this nerdy dude up to his office, and uh, they're going to get him in.
2: Wow, this is actually nuts.
1: So this tweet has only been retweeted twelve times, but it's uh it appears to be accurate, and this isn't getting a ton of attention. So when we just to give you an idea, we were gonna have a different episode, and I found kind of the breadcrumbs of this thing, and I'm like, whoa, 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 this is the coolest story I've seen in forever. <laughs> There's literally physical confrontations, private security forces and people trying to break into offices. This is great. So how do you know that this is confirmed, I guess, because there's a coindesk published it. I tend to trust their reporting, and uh nobody's refuted this video, so maybe at some point they will refute this video. I mean, take it with a grain of salt, but I don't know what Zon would look like, but the video seemed it has the the paper with the seal and everything in the video, so I don't know. I would assume he recorded it. I think he wanted people to see this happening it doesn't look like it's just some bystander that happened to be, he's like marching with the police. So, or, or I'm sorry, not the police, the private security force, uh, just right amazing. below. It says this is fake news. Can somebody confirm this? So, you know, we'll see, uh, the, the person who tweeted it is block beats. So I don't know if they are, uh, a trusted source or not, but we have more, we have more things. There's a little bit more to this. Remember I said, there's two seals that exist. Well, now that Jihan who is not in the office and Zon is, he has found a way to take control of the official company WeChat and posted that the old seal with the old number is wrong. The new seal with the new number is right. And uh, I have another link here in the in the show notes that you can grab where you can just see the thing that came out on the company's WeChat. Now, I can't read Chinese, but what I can see is there's a picture of a, an official seal with an X on it, and then there's another seal with no X on it, and that seal is the one that is at the bottom signing the document. So this document has been signed by the new seal with the new serial number that ends in 1178, as opposed to the old one that ends in 6574 and is saying, this is the real seal. If anyone's making decisions for the company, it needs to come from the seal. So this is going to be like an ongoing thing. But in addition to all the, you know, Kung Fu thoughts and things that are going on, this is a legitimate massive player in the Bitcoin space. Somebody who has a pretty big piece of control over the Bitcoin blockchain, having all of this go on in the background. And so now we get to now we get to, like, talk a little bit of shit here and try to figure out is this like what happens? What goes on from here? Like
0: how much do we get? the sorry the first thing that comes to mind as i'm listening to all this is how surprisingly common it seems to be for companies that end up being huge massive to have these like super fucked up origin stories where like there was backstabbing and i'm just, right like like borderline illegal stuff i that seems to be like what's happened with a lot of the big 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 companies that made it and I don't know. It kind of seems like the kind of thing that would be part of, you know, like one of these two guys might end up being one of the richest men in the world one day and <laughs> you know. Yeah. And they're I, just yeah, like well, Bill
1: Gates and uh Steve Jobs. Like yeah. they stole Jobs basically stole from Bill Gates and Mark Zuckerberg, uh,
0: right? Like they didn't
1: Oh wait, was it the other way? Sorry, Bill Gates stole from Steve Jobs, excuse me. Wait, which one was it? Well, it which was one? a little bit oh, of everything, right? I, I thought
0: I thought uh Bill Gates took the design idea from Apple, I think. Like he, they played around with something and then he went, I don't know. There was a good show about rivalries that talked about it, but like it was basically talking about like Gates jobs. The other one was like Edison and oh uh, God. Tesla. The other one, it was, it was pretty good, but I don't remember what it's called.
1: Yep. So 20 years from now we get to look back on this, <laughs> this turmoil of Bitmain and the miners that they're producing for everybody in their homes that also power their electricity and, you know, how they got where they got. But it's some really interesting things that I, I take away from this is we think about things that happen that are kind of asked backwards all the time. Like, how do these holdovers from an, a bygone era still exist? Why is it even possible to fight somebody over a seal to get control of a company? Like, that just doesn't compute to me. Well, why? That shouldn't even be a thing. Uh, but, uh, you know, here we are. We are, we are here talking about it we're talking about you know which seal is right which seal is wrong i feel like at least as much as we can you know harp on all the dumb shit that's going on in the united states right now we can we can be pretty certain who controls each company
0: uh i mean this kind of stuff happens in the states too and to be honest with you i had a weird situation happen back home when i was growing up with uh my family where long story short there's stuff like breaking into the company and disagreements over who owns what and like straight up breaking in when like some people are away and stuff like that. It's crazy. And then um, like I, I also had a, a cousin that specializes like their company basically helps keep track of equity distributions in big companies to prevent hostile takeovers. Like they're kind of keeping an eye on it, you know? Like, so like if you're a big company and it, 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 crossing a certain threshold of ownership, gives you certain, Powers or whatever, they would have people that are like on the lookout to make sure that no one entity is accumulating that kind of equities and stuff. Like that. it's, it's all I'm saying is it's probably more complicated than we think. Right. And there's probably like a lot of backstabbing going on between people who have similar powers. Like if one of them is the CEO and the other one's an
1: internal owner, they both have a lot of power that they can swing around. I'm excited to watch this happen from an entertainment standpoint. I'm not so excited to see it go down from a crypto enthusiast standpoint. I can't imagine this kind of turmoil in one of the biggest Bitcoin mining firms is good. It's not already seen. Yeah, I've already seen a lot of people are switching to their primary competitors for getting their things. So like this is the kind of thing that could completely destroy a company. Also, what do you think? Okay, let's examine this. Do we think they're even ever going to go public now? if the SEC actually does their research and finds out that all this is going on.
2: This is a circus. I mean, uh, although I'm sure there are plenty of companies that have probably had some issues along the way. I'm sure this isn't the first time there's been some sort of stuff like this regarding, but I mean, SEC is probably pretty strict with crypto.
0: Call me cynical, but my current understanding is that you're allowed to do as much white collar crime as you want. It's only (laughs) like blue collar crime. That's illegal. So what, defrauding investors and inflating assets and pushing people—that's just business, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Did you guys? Uh, sorry, this is, but it's just kind of appropriate. Did you guys ever watch that Dave Chappelle where he talks about like it's literally both people going through the justice system but reverse? So like Tyrone, the drug dealer, gets treated like like if he was a stock trader that violated. Some MPC
1: roles know, so long. I don't remember that.
0: No, oh my god, it's it's so good. It's just like reverse criminal justice system, <laughs> and the cops just like break into the stock attorney's home and like shoot his dog. Uh, never mind, <laughs> right? it's just
1: really funny. Uh,
2: oh, he shot his dog. It's not funny.
0: Well, in the in the show, it is. You know, in a Chappelle way.
2: Oh, Okay, Chappelle was way ahead of his time. It's pretty. Thank you. I mean, he's totally. just like a. I mean, Chappelle show to this day is. is Hey, it's very relevant. Also, Donnell Rawlings, who is Ashy Larry on there, he's act. He's been. I've I've been listening to him here and there. Like now, he is freaking hilarious. Like his is he goes on rants and stuff. I don't know, recommend listening to him, but yeah, it's not as funny as Bitmain and watching. <laughs> you know, all the, the these comical fights.
1: So we're gonna watch this play out. You know, I don't know if we'll we'll update to this. Maybe we'll tweet about it or something, but. uh Apparently, right now, according to the, the current powers in charge of the company WeChat, imagine if you're just an employee. Like, what the hell is going on? Like, what do you do? You're
0: constantly stuck. between. Like, I mean, I want to go into work if they're giving out 10K. Does that mean I'm going to get mm-hmm. fired in like a week when the other guy takes over? <laughs> oh, you would to pledge your loyalty? Well, you're fired. <laughs> I'm like, I yeah. just came into work. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, you will only get paid. Your full salary as an employee if you have gone to the office for 13 days in June. Mm. So uh it's getting serious, you know. I, yeah, I wouldn't know what I would want to do. I just at some point I would just be like, "Are you kidding me with this shit again?" Like you've got to be used to it as an employee at this point. Just for the last, it since 2015, so these guys have been fighting. You're just like, "Oh my god!" And oh, now we're not going to get paid. If we got to choose sides, we got to fucking draw a line oh in the sand. God, yeah, that's so brutal. That's, I'm trying anyway, to think if you, of an
2: equivalent, like if Google or I mean, even the social network kind of had uh, some sort of Facebook had like a little bit of us. Granted, they might have dramatized. I don't know how Edward Savarin and Mark Zuckerberg, how it all went down, but it seemed like well, somewhat of like, a, like, you know,
0: based on my knowledge of Mark Zuckerberg, I would say he would have stooped as low as uh, was relevant. Yes. Yeah. Pretty, pretty. I like I understand we all get corrupted, but. I feel like he didn't need much. Of he
1: started corrupted. He didn't yeah. even get corrupted.
0: <laughs> like uh, yeah, I'm saying like money and power corrupts us. But yeah. clearly, if you're an amoral psychopath, then it's just easier.
1: Yeah, he literally started that way. You know, it, you can look back and see that first thing when he created Face Smash, and he's just like, I don't know, people are fucking stupid and they fucking trust me or whatever he said. Yeah. Like that, he.
0: I'll get you the yeah. socials. Well, hey, listen, do yourself a favor. After we finish this recording, I shared it on our chat. It's called Tron Carter's Law and Order. Old Dave Chappelle skit. I put the YouTube link, Tron Carter's Law and Order. Do yourself a favor, since it's interesting times, uh, remember how ahead of his time Chappelle was. All right. (laughs) I'll make
2: sure to include it
1: in the show notes.
2: Does that have any affiliation? Is it like a similar skit as Wu-Tang Financial? Or is it Uh, just like a different... (laughs) It's kind of, it's, it's a similar vibe, you know,
1: like it's
0: that same type of humor because obviously it's Dave, but it's like specifically just going through the criminal
1: justice system, but the roles are totally reversed. And it's, yeah. Crazy. All right. Well, that more or less brings us to the end of the episode. Like that was that. It's a quick one. It's a short one. I like it. It's nice. And there is a lot of cool stuff going on in the Cryptoverse if you want to be up on the stories. For instance, Quadriga CX, the uh, the Canadian report on them came out. Turns out they're a Ponzi scheme no <laughs> yeah. wow. I, I remember re- i i just read the report like yesterday or today or whatever it was and i'm like oh maybe they like said that cotton faked his death or like they made some cool things and said so- no it literally just says that the guy was misappropriating funds and like scamming people and that it's not the crypto community's fault that's all he, it says
0: he has not been found right
1: no uh, no he's dead kareem Oh, uh, right, he be found if he's
0: right, right, right. I'm just wondering about his body
1: and stuff, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, his physical body, not his corporeal form. Dude, this is, know, just-
0: this is some crazy stuff because that is like beyond ballsy. You always thought like the D.B. Cooper of our generation might be somebody who like hacks in and steals some Bitcoin and you never heard of him. No, this guy, like, I'll make myself the CEO and disappear. I don't have to hack <laughs> anything. <laughs> Y'all will give me the money and I'll just be like, I'm going to put it in my secret wallet. Oh, I died. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's like he, he maybe just exists in a DMT realm and that that's how you have to find him or something. I don't know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh all right. Yeah. One more recommendation. Have you seen uh Hamilton's Pharmacopia, Adam?
2: Uh like uh, the Hamilton the uh the musical?
0: No no no, it's called it's uh you have Hulu? Uh yeah. Okay, check out one of these. when you get a chance, check out Hamilton's pharmacopia. The guy just like oh the guy who does the, uh, all
2: the different drugs
0: yeah 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 he goes around it's like an episode on each one and he breaks down the chemistry the historical usage all that kind of stuff it's
2: really cool he was stuff. on Rogan once and uh, Hamilton yep. Morris I think
0: yeah um, yeah, yeah so yeah. I
2: didn't in, know he had somewhere. a had a show on Hulu but I'll definitely check that out yeah um, yeah check it out it's
0: pick pick whichever one you're most interested in like. We just this first one was on South African quaaludes, and it's just nuts. He's one scene, he's talking to like the drug dealer pushing this stuff, you know. The next minute, he's talking with like government researchers. The next moment, like he's just talking to
1: everybody, you know.
0: It's pretty interesting.
1: Wow. Uh, All right. You know what? We're not Kareem cultural advisors. Well, we're also not financial advisors, and we definitely are not medical experts, as (laughs) the uh, the the. Possible drug suggestions in those channels. You know, take those with a grain of salt. I don't think we even However, came close to financial advice on this episode. We just talked about kung fu movies.
0: Our cultural expertise is on point. So go well, watch Tron Carter's. You
2: know, yeah, he Law is. He order. is talking about um. You know, Tron Carter. That's, and I possible. was only giving advice about cultural
0: uh, consumption.
1: Is rate. this the Tron that Adam has been like loving this whole time, and not the real Tron? Yes, that, well, I love Tron. Yes.
2: He's he's a great uh. You know, great character. <laughs> Always has been. Uh, it's just been. Classic miscommunication. I guess I should have conveyed that earlier. You know,
0: he still loves Justin Sun, though.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh. Speaking of which, Justin Sun, you know those like little uh, those Ponzi scheme Ethereum apps that are out there. there there's one called FOMO 3D. We've like talked about them a couple of times. They're just, <laughs> they they literally say they're Ponzi schemes, and they're they're out there or whatever. They
0: still get paid, yeah.
1: Yeah. He just paid half a million dollars to acquire one of them and put them on the Tron network. FOMO oh, 3D. Ch- chucker. Oh my god. Oh, He's right. becoming self-aware. <laughs> uh, all right, so check us out at cryptobasepodcast.com. You can uh, join the newsletter and all that. I will keep you updated on any of these cool little stories as they come out and we will have episodes when is possible. And in the meantime,
2: stay safe. Wash your wash your damn hands. Also, let's get and, some let's get some mailbag questions in there. You know, give us some questions. We uh we like to, yeah. you know, those those could just be episodes in itself
1: yeah we always take them from the discord if they're in there so make sure you drop us a mailbag alright guys alrighty we'll catch you on the next episode thanks everybody see you around Sayonara.